Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Rob Alessiani. Yo, yo. And Keen Cobb. Oh, snap. There he is. Yes, we are here to discuss Miss Marvel, the new Disney Plus TV show centered on Miss Marvel. Imagine that. Uh, we missed last week, so we're going to cover two episodes within within this one. Before we do, I do want to say that if you are listening, if you are out there, let us know. Go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, or send us an email at hello at xroadscomedy.com. Let us know what you think of the show or the podcast or any kind of uh, discussion we may have that is not Marvel-related on this podcast, because that never happens. Never, ever happens. We never go off on tangents. Uh, yeah, so let's start with the mm-hmm. first impressions. How are you feeling about the show, Keen? Uh, I w- this is one of the shows I was really excited for, but then again, I sound like that for every every show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, no, because uh, when I learned about the character a few years ago, I found it very interesting and very cool. How I'm, I'm getting like way broad again, but like uh, one of the things, one of the reasons why I love Marvel so much is they were one of the first things that I saw initially through X-Men, but then through like other characters where they had the balls to actually show people, show different types, characters, different kinds of people. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't all just cookie cutter. And like, this guy does that, this guy does that. It took them a while to learn how to write black people, but you know, they're getting better. <laughs> but um, but when I say that, uh, the fact that they brought up a... Uh, middle eastern um character and made her a superhero i thought it was amazing um and a big part of the show so far that i'm loving i'm loving is how they're able to show in every like a a regular day and and like their lives and like how different it is from other people how like how how much the culture is like influenced within what whatever they do um Yeah, I, I just find it uh, beautiful so far. And like uh, a couple of themes, of, especially in the, in the second episode, there's a huge theme based around that. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed with how they're operating so far. And I look forward to what they do next. Yeah. Yeah. And they are from the Pakistani area. Uh, I think that what yes. they said was that they yeah, were from, from there before when, when it was all India, when there was no... Mm-hmm. Pakistan and there was no Bangladesh or East uh, or West. Uh, it was just all one, one land. Yeah. Um, which again, I also, I really enjoy uh, along those lines, Keen, that they're bringing in a lot of the history of things too. So they're mm-hmm. not just showing, they're also telling, um, teaching that way. Rob, how are you feeling about the show? Uh, I think the show's dope. I mean, it's, it's so entertaining. I love the visual, uh, the, the visual storytelling language that it uses. It's a lot of, um, a lot of just on-screen, like, um, kind of alternative reality, you know, the graffiti on the walls will move, mm. and uh, they're, it's really interesting the way they're kind of utilizing, you know, text messaging and things like that, yep. that just kind of pops up. Um, it's it, utilizing, like, notebooks, drawing, storytelling. It's it's really great. Yeah, and as a, I mean, I'm, uh, I am a, a white dude who is not a Muslim, and it is kind of... Um, you know, a, a cool window into this beautiful culture that, you know, I, I've never had. Um, and it, the way that it is kind of, I, I think easing people in like me, not even easing people in, but just like 
it doesn't feel like um, it doesn't feel like lip service to me. It doesn't feel like heavy handed. You know, there mm. are certain there are certain pieces of pop culture where they're like, OK, we want to tell a story that exists within a certain culture that many people don't identify with. And we need to, like, go really heavy with it, like 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 the, where the characters will like, uh, talk in a way that, like, you wouldn't talk if you were part of that culture because you wouldn't spend time like explaining that culture to someone else who's in that culture. And this yeah. is a really seamless way of kind of doing it so that someone like me who doesn't like know all the language or or um you know uh, the references and things like that to just be like oh, okay i get it now um while like you said talking about the partition of india and like um things i've heard of and like but never really delved deep into and i think this show really could besides just being a really entertaining superhero story which like that's what its primary purpose is you know all of these marvel stories are supposed to be entertaining superhero stories and they also just so happen to like make social commentary that's really smart and and appealing and um i think this could be like a really cool window for a lot of people who probably have never had any exposure into this culture their whole life to get some without it being like stereotypical or through the mask of you know toxic internet bullshit um yeah i i really i really love this story it's 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 a really cool teenage superhero story, which I flock to because Spider-Man was my first love in Marvel because I liked that it was a kid. So yeah. now I'm very much not a kid. I still like those stories uh, that feel like almost innocent. Like it feels like kind of a low to the ground superhero that I think is going to become cosmic, which is very cool. Yeah, I would agree with uh, all of that. Both the takes. Um, it is very very teen uh in the way it's being directed and of course that makes sense it's being designed that way but what i mean is that it's very 10 things i hate about you can't hardly wait uh, mm-hmm. never have i what is it never have i ever is that the name of the show on netflix which also centers around a um a middle eastern family um just in the way that it's directed not necessarily because it's also around a you know, Middle Eastern family. Uh, it is, so, it's just so fun. Uh, as Rob mentioned, the the direction of the show with the um, the way that they're doing the uh, things on screen, the text messages, uh, the drawings, all of that is really cool. And the characters themselves are all, if they don't start out like fully fleshed, they, they are like, they're all kind of getting their own moments in the sun. And the, and the show, mm-hmm. I like that the show has its own mysteries that they're kind of like lingering on, um, but each week it gives you it gives you what you need to get through to the to, through the next. So there's nothing that I feel like they're just holding back, other than maybe the mystery of what happened to uh, the ant in the in the show. Uh, but I think next week we'll we'll get that. Um, so overall, moving on, what are some things that uh, you like? How do you feel about the character of Miss Marvel? And what did you know about the character before watching? Um, I, I knew that I knew that she was a you know it's wild, um, and it it feels like the way you said it earlier that it's like a it's like a teen show for whatever reason when uh, that that first scene that they had when they, when she was speaking to uh, Mr. Wilson I think the uh, guidance counselor when mm-hmm. when he said that you're in your junior year of high school. I'm looking at her. I'm like, wait a minute. She ain't 12. Wait, hold up. How does this work? How does this yeah. girl? And like, I felt like I, they seem, 
I guess it kind of seemed younger than what they are portraying a little bit, maybe. Um, but at the same time, uh, I just didn't, my bad. I got, I went to a different trail. Uh, you're asking what we like about it so far, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So and that's fine. Um, Rob, Rob touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, the, the visuals is just amazing, man. I just, I just love the, the techniques they're using, the, the shifting of like, uh, focus the camera tricks like when she got off uh she got a big team thing which is the for no reason lay on your couch upside down and just fall back how the camera mm-hmm. followed her and then it shifted as she got up and yep. just like giving you like that that you're with her like like you're you're living it with her as far as like um the experiences and stuff um just like the little little tricks little technique they're using it's just so it's so cool because it remind like it's, it's almost taking me back to when I was a, a teen or a tween or whatever watching like uh, Saturday Night Nick, aka Snick, or uh, like Snickly little... Baby. <laughs> exactly the big orange couch, like all that kind of stuff. It's just I just enjoy that feeling from watching it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with I agree with everything there. I mean it it just feels like it's a very fun show and the episodes feel like tightly edited. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of fluff. I think one of the reasons that she feels younger than she is, I think part of it is, you know, the actress that the actress is an adult, um, which is all all the teens in the show are that aren't that are primary characters are, are all adult actors. But um, I think anytime that somebody is in that setting and they're not like the popular kid, they're kind of awkward. They're kind of like, you know, they, they, I think that, and then their peers are acting, you know, popular and older and kind of uh, magnetic personalities like that, that reads as older. And the, the, uh, to me, uh, maybe because I was one of these kids and I always felt younger than everyone around me, even though, you know, even if they were like two classes under me, if they had more confidence than me, I always felt like I was younger than them. Um, so like, I think that lack of confidence, that kind of awkwardness lends itself to feeling younger. Mm. Um, yeah. so I definitely see like when they said she was a junior, um, and it's a very, it, what's that? Uh, she's 19. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, not far off from what did you and your junior, you're like 16, 17, somewhere around yeah. there, depending yeah, on so. when you were, when in the year yeah. you were born. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, let, I mean, let's talk about casting, like incredible casting across the board. Just absolutely. You know, I, I yeah. think, is this our friend who did the casting, uh, who casts every Marvel thing? Uh, I, I, so. I can't to, remember their name. I forget. I forget her name, but uh, I bet you it is because she is like undefeated. Um, well, what's not in the wiki anyway? Um, Sarah Finn, Krista Husar. I think that's who did casting. Well, it's great. Whether it's our <laughs> whether it's whether it's our friend who's done all the other Marvel stuff or not, it's it's just it's just top shelf casting. Um, and Rob. I, I, I'm so, um, yo, go ahead. I'm going to cut you off, but kind of do, because uh, I had a quick, interesting thought, quick question. Like, one of the things I, I I enjoy about this is watching it, like I said, almost like with the characters, but at the same time with like the adult mind, of, like how I perceive things like this. I mean, not getting superpowers, ugh, but at the same time, like how I perceive different situations, like um, not to jump too far ahead, but like how 
the differences in her walking into school. Like the first time, like she's all like kind of sheltered, sh- like shuttered, like quiet. And the second one, I thought it was a dream sequence. She's up there high fiving everybody, stole the ball. Like, oh my God, she's killing it right now. But uh, what I wanted to ask is being a parent watching this kind of okay. show, do you feel or do you like see like the from both sides, like being like the kid that grew up at the same time now that you have a beautiful little one that you want to protect more than anything, like how her oh. mother is kind of like seeing how, how her mother sees it as far as like wanting to protect and like, hey, do right. I, I'd raise you better than this kind of, I think, kind of situation. So I think I'm maybe I, I'm just I'm a very I'm not a young parent in that like my age is, you know, I'm, I'm closing in on 40 and my kids 10 months. Um, so like I'm not a young parent. I'm kind of average for our generation. Um mm-hmm but my kids very young. So I don't know if I'm there yet in terms of like, if I can identify with the rebellious kid where I'm like rooting for the kid to like break curfew and get in trouble, or if I'm rooting for the parent to just like keep their kids safe. Um, I, right now I'm in this place where like, I, I get proud of my kid when they fix, when they figure stuff out on their own. Like, I'm not the kind of parent that as soon as they start crying, like I run to them and like pick them up and like, Oh my God, what happened? Because there's, I'm, I make sure they're, they're safe, you know, if they're in an unsafe place, but if they just like, you know, if he's trying to like, he's standing now just on his own, like he needs to like pull himself up on something, but in the process of learning how to do that, he'll fall on his butt. And sometimes it'll make him cry a little bit and he'll be fine. He's like wearing a diaper and he's falling like, you know, what of the, a few inches yeah and and he'll cry because it kind of like startles him a little bit but then he'll stop crying and he'll try it again and i'm like yo that's crazy like this is him (laughs) learning to do that and um and as a parent like it's just it's like those are the really really cool proud moments so i like to hope if i extrapolate that out into you know i'll i want to be the kind of parent that continues to protect my kid from doing serious harm to themselves but allows them to um, learn how to do stuff on their own, knowing that they can ask me if they need help, but I don't want to like, I don't want to step in at every single juncture and make sure that like they're going to do, cause I want them to learn to do things the way they're going to learn to do it. Like I can help them and they, I can give them my perspective and my experience, but I don't want to just make a little me. I want to like, mm-hmm. I want them to learn to be themselves. So um, so I, but I can absolutely identify with just like, you know, this is also not necessarily my culture, not necessarily, not at all. The, the show isn't depicting my, my culture at all, except uh, I'm from New Jersey. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you love, but, um, so, you know, I think there might be cultural things involved here that I have a different experience with. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's. What I really like, another thing I really like about this is nothing, like, we've seen this type of character before. We've seen the geeky, superhero-centric teenager become something more than they thought they were, right? Mm. We've seen the overprotective immigrant parent story before. None of this feels like um, like a stereotype or, so, or just, like, that old trope. It's, mm-hmm. you know, even though they are tropes, by definition they seem like way more nuanced, way more like three-dimensional, fully thought out. Like the parent is not just overprotective. The parent is like thoughtful and, 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 and has their, 
they're places where they can give a little bit and then they have areas where they they don't want to give so much in terms of freedom um the the geeky teenager is confident um you know is is kind of not exactly the most popular kid but doesn't play into that like everyone's kind of beating them up and everything and their whole life is trauma like she's not that popular when the story starts but her whole life isn't trauma and i think a lot of like other other versions of this tale that we've seen before it's like oh they're a geek their whole life is trauma they're constantly getting beat up on and they rise above it because they find an old amulet and you know (laughs) um, i i just really like the way the show's handling a lot of stuff Uh, i have a follow-up question and a follow-up bit of info uh, speaking of amulet, Rob, your baby, your baby boy finds an amulet or yeah. some ancient piece of jewelry. Are you letting them mess around with it or are you snatching it? So in the in the context of it, if it's the same situation as this show where I, if I'm the mom and I fully know what this amulet is, which I believe that her mom does, like I believe her mm-hmm. mom, I think this might, who saw Turning Red? I didn't see that yet. I the, do want to see that. The Pixar, the Pixar. Okay, so oh, I don't yeah. want to spoil too much, but there's some, mm-hmm. there's some elements that are similar here. Uh, I, I for this story, I don't know what's going to happen. I've never read the Ms. Marvel comics, um, so I'm not like uh, I, I, I'm not aware of what what could be happening if they use. But I'm, I believe that her mom is like fully aware of what's going on. Might even have powers of her own, but because of her own like self preservation. Um, and, and fear for her daughter's safety is like, nope, you're just going to be a normal kid. You're just going to be normal. Um, so if, if I'm in that yeah, situation, I, see that. I think I think knowing myself, I would probably have picked a time before a junior year in high school to be like, all right, kid, here's your birthright. Like, And, and everything that comes with it. We have stretchy arms and you have to learn how to control your stretchy <laughs> arms. You know, I think I would I think I would find a way to introduce them to it. And let them know that it doesn't have to be what defines them. They don't have to be a superhero right now, but they do have this ability. And here's how you use it, uh, you know, responsibly. And if you want, you know, kind of going back to what I said before, if you want to be, you can be whatever you want to be. If you want to follow in my footsteps, great. But it has to be because you want to, not because you feel like you have to, because I've put you on this track. That's so, very nice. I try. <laughs> uh, and the follow-up bit of, of info was Sarah Finn. Uh, casting on this show also has done such shows as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Mandalorian, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Shang-Chi, What If, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Hawkeye, The Book of Boba Fett, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Doctor Strange, oh Multiverse of Madness, wow. Moon wow. Knight, Ms. Marvel, so, Thor, Love and Thunder, She-Hulk, Secret How invasion. crowded is her trophy case? Her world I mean, come on. Man. Jesus, Sarah Fowl. Kill I mean, I'm sure she's got a whole team. I'm sure there's plenty more people than just her, but like that is a absolute murderer's row of, of, of great casting. Yeah. Well, on this show, there's two listed. You know, yeah. and there's there, I'm sure there's assistants and everybody else that finds these yeah. people and oh, these for are sure. the decision makers. But yeah, Sarah Finn killing it once again. Our friend, as Rob said, Sarah Finn. Well done. Um, how about you, Keen? Uh, if and when you have children, you have someone in your charge, um, what are you doing with that amulet? That that piece of, piece of jewelry? I, don't, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, was it a bangle? It's a or bangle. bangle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, for, probably very soon. 
uh probably similar to similar to to rob just because uh i'd i forget the saying but it's like i'd rather you get into trouble with me there or something than to <laughs> have to find out about it yeah, it's, it's something like along those lines so like home. i would yeah that kind of thing i mean I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't want to drink with my children uh even though i did get drunk with my mom for uh memorial day but that was whatever um but uh but yeah so yeah i, I probably would um like teach or try to try to like guide them a little bit um i mean and once again very similar to rob if it's something that they want to do i would never like push anything onto anybody because like my dad, my dad was a brown belt in karate. And as much as I, I'm mad that I'm not better at martial arts, I love the fact that he didn't like put that on me. Like, cause uh, I might be angry at him before that, or I might be uh, a bro or more, more of a bro because of it. Like I'm like <laughs> stuck in that martial art mode or phase or whatever. So, um, Oh gosh, yeah, I have a Big, mohawk, eagle tattoo, or a hawk tattoo. I guess a that makes bunch sense. of on my back, a bunch of like <laughs> bruised knuckles and broken fingers and stuff. Um, no mercy. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely Cobra Kai. No, uh, no, but yeah, so I would, I would definitely like uh, guide and help them, but never put, never like hide it from them or like force it upon them. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I would. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same 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 vein of, the, of those uh, those two there. So I, I don't really have anything to add, other than I just wish it was something super cool. Yeah, um, something super cool that they can that they are into. That'd be neat. Um, talking about the show itself, just a little bit. So this character, Miss Marvel, is an is a kid just obsessed with Captain Marvel. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're 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 trying to go. Just thinking about the first episode, they're going to the big thing is going to this Comic Con type uh, place uh, for a costume contest. Very excited about it. You get the Bengal shows up in that episode, uh, which was bequeathed to to them, sent by you know like a little care package. Uh, she finds it, ends up taking it with her, um, ends up opening it, putting it on because she can't find the gloves, and lo and behold, we got some superpowers. How about that? And she saves, she causes a problem, but then saves this, yeah. this girl, uh, Kat, what's her name? I think the character is Zoe, but I can't remember. Yeah, the, the character is uh, Zoe. Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Yes, thank you. Um, and in the in this episode, well, actually in the post-credits, they have, do we, do we know which firm, which, which agency this is that these people are from? This is the Department of Damage Control. Okay. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so it's the same people as um, No Way Home. It's yeah. literally the same guy in episode two that interrogated Peter. Okay, yes. Same dude. So yeah, yeah it's the part DODC, um, which in this, which in MCU has taken on a more of a like uh, clandestine, like FBI for superheroes yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like a Homeland Security, yeah. but like just strictly, strictly power based enhanced individuals because in the comic books they're literally mm-hmm. just like the cleanup crew a cleanup crew for mm-hmm. like every time every time the avengers have a battle with uh you know with galactus and they're like all right well great the guggenheim is crushed the city yeah. <laughs> like, get the brooms yeah uh and in the second episode we have uh Kamran, 
yes. Cameron show up. Uh, dashing dude comes in, you know, British, of course. Feet. And what's that? Is that British, of course. British, of course. Yeah. And so they're hitting it off. She's learning the drive. Uh, but then it ends up being the case that says uh, a little more to him, too. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, yeah. uh, and his mom? <laughs> and his mom's there. Yeah. Uh, so what's what's the what's their deal? Because Rob, you said you didn't read the comics. Keen, did you? I have. I mean, I, I've watched the. I could speak on the stuff that, like, you know, the normal breakdown videos that. that I didn't we even all get watch. to watch those this time, so um, I'm curious. What do you got? Uh, he so he in the comics he's also super powered. In the comics, uh, what I do know is that she gets her powers in a completely different way. Completely than different in, way than in the comics. In the comics, she basically is turned That's into. The ter- She's turned into uh, yeah. She turned she that that mist comes. He, it also hits him, and she basically gets turned into a um, a uh, well, eternal. Inhuman. No, not an eternal. A inhuman. Um, inhuman. Inhuman. So yeah. so she doesn't need like you know. In apparently in the in the TV show they might be doing more of like a Cree kind of Cree technology. Cree. She has Cree blood. She you know same thing as like the stuff that got Ms. Mar that uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel has been uh, now bequeathed with, but uh, yeah, in the comics, he's two bequeaths um, in this episode. He's also he's also a super, which I I imagine he will be in this show as well. And but his mom in that backseat, or is it his mom? Who the hell knows? Because it's also the same actress that plays the woman in her superpower flashbacks or superpower visions that is supposed her to aunt. be her great grandmother. Um, so uh, is, is it, and the yeah, person you're that right. it is a great grandmother. Yeah, it's her great grandmother. So and um and it's the same actress now whether it's the same person whether she's immortal like who the hell knows whether she's a ghost in the backseat of the car who the hell knows but um there's definitely like we're gonna find out the origin story of where that where that bangle came from and how she, and why she has these in, uh, uh you know because our, our our dude uh steady as he goes Bruno uh established with his apparent ipad from the from the distant future that has yeah. you know uh the ability to he sense made some powers on it he's a he's a he's a tech it makes he sense. Tweaks. yeah he's a tanker for sure that yeah. that's his kind of that's his kind of superpower um but yeah he, he established that it's coming from inside her and not just like anyone who puts on that bangle would have had the same powers so which is cool yeah um i feel like there's probably if the bengal is connected to this there's probably another one uh because it just seems weird that there would just be <laughs> one yeah uh and you can only do things with that one hands sort of and um, and her powers are kind of clunky right now so it could be yeah. that like you know either she just hasn't like gotten the confidence yet or yeah maybe there's a missing piece of unlocking equipment that she'll yeah. get from uh uh ghost ghost great grandma ghost great grandma yeah okay yeah so she's just obsessed with Captain Marvel. I was watching this show that just came out that is essentially the same sort of general idea, um, but I think there's some multiverse stuff at play too. It's on HBO Max. It's called Naomi. Mm-hmm. Either of you familiar with this? Mm-hmm. Uh, is anybody anybody familiar. heard of this? Right. Um, but that, on that show, it's DC show, and she is obsessed with Superman. But in that world, they aren't sure that superheroes really exist. But she's obsessed with Superman. There's like this myth of Superman in this in this world. Uh, so everything she's just all about Superman, Superman, Superman. Uh, but then, of course, by the end of the first episode, things start getting a little bit 
different and she's got powers spoiler um but it's just I, weird that this came out at the same exact same exact time no coincidence i'm gonna go out on a limb here i'm gonna say a controversial statement anyone oh. whose favorite superhero is superman i don't trust him i don't trust him <laughs> i don't trust him like he's like, too perfect what are you, no like, i don't like it like what do you like are you is your life that like cool i don't know man like you can't have a superhero with like any flaws and i understand kryptonite no the weight of all that responsibility he dies this is so boring like i think there's like three good dc superheroes and two of them are batman (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious who the third would be um the i i do like um that i think you don't trust there's green. There's some cool Green Hour storylines that get into like basically like Jack Kerouac on the road and and uh, addiction stuff that I I think is was 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 pretty cool and down to earth that I that I dug. When I was growing up and actually reading comics because I didn't I, I collect the comics as I've talked about on this podcast before, but I didn't necessarily read most of them. But one of the comics that I would read was uh, Green Lantern. Sure. Uh, yeah, I loved Green Lantern was my favorite superhero. I had Green Lantern shirts and shit. Um, you know that poem, brightest day and blackest night, and so on and so forth. Um, You've got that giant back tattoo. Yeah, I got a big. Uh, <laughs> you got that whole that ring. whole speech on your back. Yeah, ring of ring of power on the back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's supposed to be a TV, Green Lantern TV show coming too to HBO Max. Yeah, Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. and I think it's uh, John John Stewart. Um, I thought you were going to say John C. Riley. Who was it? No, I was kidding. I can't remember his name. It's uh, it, it, I think it's Mike Gardner. Whoever has oh, like yeah, that yeah. that sick ass vest jacket, that one. Yeah, I think it's that's him. guy. And I think he's a jerk. Isn't he like the jerk one too? Kind of like yeah, eh. yeah. Okay. There yeah. was uh, <laughs> Kyle, Guy, Hal, of course, um, John Stewart. I think Alan Scott was the original. Green Lantern, oh, the one with the lantern, yeah, yeah, and the cape, yeah. a literal lantern, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literal cape. lantern, yeah. Glad they got rid of that. Yeah, he had to charge um, up. He was like, "Hold on, guys, wait, just you wait. Hold on, give me two minutes. Mm-hmm, yeah. I get this thing lit." <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern also showed up in, uh, with the Star Girl, yeah, Star Girl, uh, recently. If you watch that on HBO Max, that's that's a fun one. Got Owen Wilson, not Owen Wilson, the other one, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. So you got Loki with Owen Wilson and uh, Stargirl with Luke Wilson. So just they're getting some superhero time. Anywho, back to uh, this show that we're actually talking about, Miss Marvel. Uh, what are some other things that you enjoy about the show or thoughts that you have on episode three coming up? Uh, I like. Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, I like that. Um, as a person who spent a good chunk of their uh, adult life living in North Jersey and, you know, it's in the shadow of New York. I lived in Newark for three and a half, four years, um, which is just like one city, one city next to uh, it's like Jersey city, Hoboken, Newark are kind of like these three cities that are all in the shadow of, you know, Manhattan and, and the five boroughs. And they all feel distinctly different. I thought it was very cool. I spent a lot of time in Jersey city. This was, 20 years ago so jersey city's uh changed a lot since then sure. um but i thought it was very cool how i'm watching it because i i when i re- i heard this was going to take place in jersey city i was like i wonder if it's going to feel different 
than like the million, you know, than all the Netflix shows, the gritty ones that took place in Manhattan, the movies that take place in Manhattan. Is it going to feel different than that? And it totally does. It really, to me, feels um, like a different personality because, you know, these cities that they get set in always feel like another character. And it, and it feels like a different character than New York. I thought that was very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keen? Uh, to... To, to speak on to speak on that a little bit, uh, as you were going through talking about the different cities, I can't remember if it, I think it's in Jersey City, but like to me, it seems like the little sibling to um, Rami. Have you ever watched the the show Rami? Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, about the the uh, the uh, the uh, comedian. Uh, yeah. Jersey City is definitely like a character within that show too, and it feels like like I said, like the younger younger cooler sibling that's kind of like learning the ropes and it's cool to to like have that juxtaposition of like because i feel like that whenever i go back to like old neighborhoods that i grew up in where like as a child you see it one way but then as an adult you're like oh that's why this that and the third um i i'm excited to see how her powers um expand yeah literally and figuratively because i'm hoping uh they do get back to really show off because like the, the cool one of the cool things with her or with um kamala khan with uh miss marvel is the stretchy and big and kind of thing because like initially you only have that with like reed richards but if you can't have reed richards to have her there would be cool too um so i'm hoping it does it because the one cool thing in the first episode is i didn't watch i didn't read every comic i read with miss marvel she was already like an established hero because the most i've read was probably anytime she linked up with uh miles morales because i read a lot of like that initial run of the mm-hmm. new spider-man um but by then like i said it was like solidified she knew her power she felt confident with it and in the first episode they show the like a flash of the a big and big in hand how she caught zoe and immediately it is dispersed um because i think in the comic in the first the first uh comic she saved zoe the exact same way like catching her in her hand um so it was cool to see that um huh it's her physical hand though yeah in the comics comics, she can actually it's just been big and yeah um so i'm hope i'm hoping that it leans more towards that um but if it is definitely if it's connected to pre i do want to see how that links together because the it's not even a rumor it's almost established her photon i guess they're going with photon and uh captain marvel are all going to be in that movie the Mar- i think it's is it a movie or a tv show i think it's a movie the movie, marvel yeah yep. so to see all three of them together would be, oh, it's gonna be really cool yeah and, i heard something uh, about a hulk being in there too like a new hulk yeah, yeah hulkling it might be either hulkling or amadeus child he's like little, the kid yeah he's that's, the that's kid. who i saw oh you saw that okay cool he's the yeah. kid i can't remember exactly how he does it but he kind of recreates the experiment that banner did but he doesn't lose his um he doesn't lose like his uh his human side or his intelligence, intelligence when he hawks yeah. up yeah i think uh i think it's all but confirmed that this show is gonna have scrolls this show ms marvel mm. um so that that could play into like the kree style of thing um i think that investigator is a scroll i'm gonna put it out there right now i, I, I don't know i think it's gonna be something you you expect that almost of who? um 
But the uh, but yeah, uh, the uh, hold on, let me pull. I can't the, the investigator. No, no, the uh, investigator. Really? No, the the guy. I think the guy is. I think he's a scroll. Oh, okay. Right, great. Uh, oh, uh, uh, P well, Agent actually, Cleary. Sense. Agent Cleary. Yeah. yeah. The one who seemed a little uncomfortable with the fact that they're uh, uh, going to be profiling and 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 um, and uh, like uh, just observing mosques. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also um, said the FBI is already on that. Yeah. Hey, we've been yeah for fucking twenty plus years now. Um, yeah. yeah. I I'm <clears throat> I think another thing I'm really excited to see in this is like there's cool like i'm i'm super interested in like the down to earth like the uh her friend um uh what is her friend's Nadia? name i'm looking Nakia? up here uh, uh nakia like running for mosque board i'm like yo yeah. i'm very invested in this election <laughs> yeah, right yeah. You know? like, i'm super duper i also love the the the, the actor who's playing her father yeah um great. he's amazing her mom is like there's just such there's great acting in this it's it's so and it, and i was worried because like it's clearly it's not just geared towards a younger audience but like it's more geared towards a younger audience than certainly like a lot of the other um you know the really the, the grittier stuff um some of the films like it's the most young skewing yeah um property since spider-man right i like, love that they they play. They put. They point it out though. Like they don't like play around with it. like uh, the very first scene when he quotes Mulan. She she catches him like, wait, wait, did you just quote Mulan <laughs> to me? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just like we, we're keeping it young, but like, hey, we get it too. So like, I definitely mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that there isn't a I character. See. There isn't a character where they hit the screen, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the next scene. Like every like mm-hmm. the the guidance counselor can't get enough of him. Um, you know, uh, I love even her mom. Zoe. Her and her brother is so cool. Her brother oh, her is so brother's cool. so much like, fun, and his and his fiance seems dope. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. I really like this whole family. Yeah, cons are great. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I enjoyed in this most recent episode was the classic, but with a twist moment of going through and pointing out the groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, like over yeah. here, we got the. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It was all. It was Mean Girls. <laughs> it was just Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's Mean Girls. There's uh, the Moss Bros. Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, literally, uh, they did this the in the movie Mean Girls. Yeah, what I'm saying is they've yeah. done that in Mean Girls and other, other yeah. films as well. Um, yeah, the Illuminantes, the yeah. the <laughs> pious guys, the pious boys. Like, it, it was just so funny just seeing them do that, like, just mapping that over, that whole whole idea over to this uh, situation at their, it was, uh, what was the festival? Uh, it, it was, uh, uh, I can't remember. I think that's yes. the greeting. I think it yeah. was that that's oh, okay. the greeting you would say. It's um uh Eid al uh fitter. Uh the I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. I uh I'm just curious. It's the end of uh Ramadan, I believe. Mm. Gotcha. Um yeah. I think we're gonna get another bangle. Uh I think if there's a scroll in this show, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um I think it could. Who did you say it might be, Rob? Akeen, you said it would be the the agent, Agent Clear. Oh uh, yeah, Agent. Yeah. What about I you, think Rob? um I think there's a good chance that like I I I I, I don't I don't know if I peg anybody yet um but I think they're gonna be uh, you know what it could be it could be her her great 
you know, yeah. her uh, great great grandmother mm-hmm. could be that could be She's a little twisty aging. twist. So there could be something there. Yeah. Um, and how she ended up with those with that technology in the first place uh, makes a little bit more sense. And she's probably still got that second one. So put them put them together, and then maybe she gets her super strength. Does she have super strength in the comics? Yeah, I can't remember. I, I, like okay. not like you know Hulk levels or anything, but like sure. I think she is able to you know do some super. super Once it's big and she can like hold stuff up or yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, certainly when she's using her powers, I don't think like in regular mode, you know, she's yeah. gonna punch through it's a wall. Gonna, but through car, through could be wrong. Or anything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on your minds? Super excited. It's super. Oh, one thing. Totally. Before we were talking about, you know, the DC. I feel like the the modern uh, like the the nerd culture egot would be like if you have a role in the mcu the dcu and star wars like if you can if you can knock those three out and i'm trying to think if anyone has that um Ryan there's, a lot of has people with two. DC. there's a lot of people with two yeah yeah uh with all of the with each of those expanding yeah it's only a matter of time exponential rate uh yeah, yeah it's it's good someone will find themselves in something without even knowing it. Like, Oh shit. Yeah. Is that a star war? And, and honestly, I'm giving it like, I'm almost like, if I live long enough, I feel like it's all, and let's say I live long enough and these properties stay the stay with the owners that they currently have. Like, like, let's say that, you know, Disney does not divest and sell star Wars to one, you know, to, to Warner brothers and Marvel yeah. to uh, Sony. I don't know. Let's just say everything kind of stays where it is. Um, I think there's almost a zero percent chance that we don't see a Star Wars Marvel crossover, like in some regard, because it, it just feels like it's as much as that would make a lot of people just like pull their hair out and lose their mind. It's it would also make like billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's hit the uh, I'm sorry, Keen. Was there anything you anything more you wanted to add? Uh, like, well, as you were talking about that, I was really sitting here to think, like, how can we sneak Ryan Reynolds into Star Wars? Yeah, that's the Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds or, um, or Henry Cavill into Marvel. No, no, wait, no, he, no, wait, no, not him. What is I can't, never mind, I can't think of anything. No, but, um, my bad. As far as like the show goes, um, I, I know, I know I keep like harping on it, but like, I, I just, I'm just really enjoying like the, 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 the writing and like the the nods to like previous stuff like mm-hmm. some of you can kind of see it coming like when uh when the guys start feeling start feeling kamala and then you you saw it on baby baby bruno's face i was i was just yeah. like oh no yeah. bruno be uh-huh. strong be strong and all of a sudden he's like oh i like that yeah boo, boo, boo. he's trying <laughs> to like walk or whatever and yeah. he, he already got like that that first out of everybody so far no he got the second ultimatum because the first ultimatum was to Kamala. Do you want to be regular or do you want to be cosmic? Mm-hmm. And then with him it was like, Hey, you got this great opportunity to go to Caltech to learn for free. This is what yeah. you want to do. Like even, and I, like, I like the fact that uh, hopefully he keeps that kind of role throughout the entire series. Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Mr. Wilson is the guy that's like, Hey, look, you got to make up your mind. This is the realness of what's happening. And he even said like, this is your moment. You either do this or you regret it. 
And he's sitting there like, but I love her and I don't want to leave her because I do. She's gone. And the fact that he's like, he's a secondary character, but he's dealing with, he even said, or Mr. Wilson even said, you're the main character of this movie. What are you going to do? The fact that he has that kind of level of, uh, of a situation just from the second episode, ah, just so good. The little things are really good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's do the winners and losers. We'll cover both episodes with this. So let's start with those losers, Rob. Uh, okay. Loser is going... Okay, loser's that, that kid that broke his ankle. Not because he broke his ankle. Felt bad for him. But uh, And one thing I do want to hopefully see resolved, he definitely stole the shoes. He was wearing the Versace oh, yeah. shoes when he was hanging from the the uh, the clock. Well, the jerk. Tower? No, just the... Uh, the um, he was hanging from the tower and mm-hmm. he, they showed that he was wearing the stolen Versace shoes. So, like, he's a loser. Don't steal shoes uh, ever. Thief. Shoe thief strikes again. Yeah. Yeah. Keen Hoosier, loser. Right now, uh, I'm upset that I can't remember or find his, his, uh, the character's real name, but, like, I'm going to give it to Kamal's dad right now because uh, first episode... Yusuf? He, yeah, yeah, Yusuf. He got hyped up to be Big Hulk. Got all, uh, all green, yeah. and then like I eh, couldn't do it. Then like the little uh, the joint that Bruno made him, it's not working. He's upset, and in yeah. this one, his uh, <laughs> his his niece, aka other daughter, pressed the hell out of him. He's just like, ah, what do I do? So like, he's kind of mm-hmm. stuck right now. So I'm definitely giving the use of right now. Gotcha. Uh, I am going to go for Bruno. Uh, yeah. because he's just he's getting pushed out and he's not loving it uh and hopefully it's not the start of a um a villain origin story, story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh and the winners keen um i'm not gonna go with the obvious i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with nakia because i think <clears throat> I think, like like you said earlier, they're getting their own little moment to shine. And that that quick scene that they had in the bathroom, the fact that she said, like, look, I'm I'm mixed and it's difficult for me wherever I am. The mm-hmm. fact that people, young folks and like maybe people that don't have to think about it or or never was exposed to that. The fact that they're seeing a character once again even though it's a secondary character, they're dealing with like main character problems, which is really, really cool to see. Um, so I, I'm going to say the character Nakia and definitely the actress, because I think whatever she does after this is going to, she's going to level up because of this show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. So many shows and movies are the reverse of this show uh, where you have, uh, and, and a lot of other sh- shows and movies, it would be like Bruno's character would be might be the one that was from Pakistan and then everybody else mm-hmm. is white folks. Uh, here we have him in their world, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, going through the, experiencing their culture. Uh, so I think that's that's pretty awesome. And Rob, who's your winner? My winner is I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, with Yusuf, like, Mm -hmm. because like he, I appreciate good dadding and I always have, (laughs) but like, I think he's a really good dad. Like he just seems like a really solid dad and, Mm -hmm. uh, and and, yeah, fun, but like also very caring, Mm -hmm. also kind of corny, like everything I want to emulate. 
everything I want to emulate as a father, like Yusuf's got it. Plus his kid's a superhero. So like, come on. That's yeah. like my, that would be like, if I find out my kids got like an 80 mile an hour fastball when they're like nine years old, you'd be like, cool. <laughs> we have to get this kid into training. My what kid tops like, out at that though. <laughs> if you're if you're doing 85 at nine years old i don't think you're topping out then it, that's bad parenting then you're not yeah. fostering you're overworking um, a natural uh, insane basically human superpower yeah. uh in your making in your him play complete games complete TV sure. games <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was the the, the whole carry wood set the they overworked him carry wood <laughs> yeah. same, same yeah. deal with like strasburg yeah. Um, which is weird because oh, you have those pictures Strasburg. like from many, many years ago that, you know, nobody came in for them. They no. the full game. No, that's why there's, there's why there's, that's why there's, so, I mean, look, no hitters and perfect games are, were always rare, but they're even rarer now because like mm. you could have, you could be perfect through seven innings and I'd be like, yeah, we're pulling them. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyway. Uh, my winner, I'm going to go with uh, Cameron. Uh Burst on the scene. Everybody loves him. Uh, like a half a snack. <laughs> and uh he's he's got something something below the surface too so we'll see what yeah. that is next great episode, driver i would assume yes he is an excellent driver uh you think a loser i pick a loser uh yes my loser was bruno oh that's right my bad yeah we didn't talk about him oh <laughs> <laughs> well done rob all right uh that'll do it for this episode uh thanks for chatting keen rob and thank you all for listening Bye. Bye. Bye.